Okay, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Ksubis Taf Yudtes, Elisha left off on Yudches and Beis at Tanur about five lines from the end of the page. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, another of his wife and children, and also Lezecha Nishmas, his mother, Goldaba Simcha, the Nishamishav and Aliyah. We thank uh, Dr. Lander very much for the continued sponsorship. So we're, what we are going to discuss today is the following. We're going to have a machlokas if Edom are believed to say that Anusim Hayinu, machlokas, whether Edom could say, yeah, that's our signature, but we were Anus, someone was holding a gun to our heads when we signed that star. So there's going to be machlokas Tanayim, whether they're believed about that, and Rameir says that they're not believed about that in the context of the discussion of Rameir, we're going to have uh, a discussion of whether signing falsely is in fact Yaharig Val Yavar, if a person has to give up their life in order to avoid signing falsely. Then the Gemara is going to have three different explanations of the din that if someone says Shtar Amana, someone says, yeah, we signed that Shtar, but that Shtar was, uh, was not indicative of a loan that already happened. We were giving it as a Shtar Amana just in case the loan would happen, that the person should have the Shtar ready. So uh, if you, someone says Shtar Amana, uh, that, uh, that he's not believed to claim that it's a Shtar Amana, that if it's in fact a Shtar, then you just have to trust it. So we're going to have three explanations of that din that, that, that he isn't believed to say Shtar Amana. Who's the he that's not believed? The Lova, the Malva, the Edim. Why would they not be believed? So three different explanations we're going to have in the Gemara for that. Then on Ahmed Bez, the Gemara is going to discuss the Isser to keep an Avla in one's house. What would constitute an Avla? So a Shtar Amana would be a good example of an Avla. You have a Shtar that says someone owes you money. He does not owe you money because the loan never happened. Or a Shtar Parua. You have a Shtar that says someone owes you money, but it's already been paid back. Or a Sefer She'en you have a Sefer Torah that, uh, that, uh, that's, that's not corrected, that's, uh, that has mistakes in it. So that would be an avla that one is not allowed to leave in their house. Then the Gemara is going to discuss what if Edom come and they say that, uh, yeah, that's our signature, but Amana Hayudvarenu, Moda'a Hayudvarenu, Tenai Hayudvarenu. They say that the Shtar is not something that's actionable for any number of reasons. So we're going to discuss those reasons. Amana Hayudvarenu is that uh, we wrote it, but uh, only uh, for. for uh, uh, the possibility of a future transaction. Someone was selling something, but he was being forced to sell, so he had us write a star that he was not interested in selling it. Or Yes, there was a transaction that happened over here, but it was all Tanai. And was that Tanai fulfilled? The Tanai isn't written down, but we're the Adem. We know that there was a Tanai. So our people believed to say such things. And then at the end of the daf, we'll see if we get to it, the Gemara is going to discuss what if the Adem die, but others say, Anusim Hayu, Kitanim Hayu, meaning it's not that the Edom themselves say that's our signature and we were Anus when we signed it, but the Edom are no longer there. Other people come, are Makayim the signature and say, yes, that is the signature of those Edom, but they were Anus, they were Kitanim. Uh, is that the same thing? So let's begin. Tan Rabban, about five lines from the end of the page, Andaf, six lines from the end of the page, Andaf, Yudches, Amun Beis. So the Gemara brings a Brisa where you have Machlokas, Rameir, and the Chachamim, whether Edom are believed to say, Meaning the idea is Pesha Asar Hua Pesha Hitir. They're the ones that say that it's their signature, so maybe they should be believed to modify that statement and therefore say that uh, it's our signature, but it shouldn't mean anything to you because we were forced into it or we were children or we were Psuleidos. So Tana Rabbanan A Neman Tosso Div Rameir. says they are not Neman to go and passel it. We don't say a Pesha Asar Hua Pesha Hitir. And the Kham says 
say they are believed to pasul. They're the ones that say it was their signature. They're believed to say that they were anusim or katanim or psuleidus. So bisham the rabbanu kitai mayusha pashas or pashihitir. The sheet of the rabbanu is self-explanatory because they're the ones that said it was their signature. So they're the ones that they're also believed to say that we shouldn't pay any attention to it because uh, because they were they were pasul. El rameir my timer. But why would rameir say that they they're not believed? To, uh, to, to say that they were Anusim or Katanim or Psuleidus. Why don't we say Apeshasur Apeshidir? And we don't have any other evidence that this is their signature other than they themselves saying, That's the only evidence we have. And they themselves are postling the star. They're saying Anusim, Katanim, Psuleidus, Ayinu. So it says, Marbish, Lama Psuleidus. Well, I, I understand, Rameir, on the Psuleidus front, that if they say Psuleidus, Ayinu, they're not going to be believed, because there's a Chazaka against that. The mother's not going to write a star without checking out, without vetting the Adam first to make sure that they are kosher. And therefore, by virtue of the fact that the mother allowed them to sign in the star, it's chazaka that they're kosher. We're not talking about where the Adam are coming and saying that uh, the point, Rishonim point out, the Ramban, the Rashma, that we're not co- talking about where the Adam are coming and saying that we were made Eidul Sheker, because then they were, it's Eino de Mesimasma Rasha. And everyone would say that Eino de Mesimasma Rasha. We're talking about where they said that what What's, what it says in the star is actually true. It just happens to be that at the time that we signed it, we were uh, degenerate gamblers. We were uh, we were psulim. We were uh, avaryana. We were mechalei shabbos. So they weren't uh, testifying uh, to, to question the content of the star. They were testifying to question the force of their edus in the star. So if there's a situation where they're claiming that what's in the star is true, so it's an anansadi that the Malva is an honest person, and if he's an honest person, he's going to vet the edim before he has him sign. So to say that the edus hayinu, we're not going to believe them. Kitanim nami. I even understand why Rameir says that they're not believed to claim that they were kitanim at the time. Because Rabbi Shimon Lakish, Dam Reish Lakish, because Reish Lakish teaches us that if edim are signed on the star. And the mocher or the lokeach were katanim at the time, so we're, they're not. They're, uh, the the, the uh, they're, and they're they're saying that uh, the edim that are signed on the shar are claiming that the mocher or the lokeach were katanim. We don't believe the edim because we have a chazaka that edim would not sign on the shtar if it was uh, if the transaction involved a katan. If the transaction did not involve two people who are bnei das who were bar das who were able to affect the transaction. So, uh, so, so we're assuming that just like Rish Lakish taught us that Edom would never sign a star if the mocher or the lokeach were a katan. So we also assume that no one would ever produce a star where the Edom are katanim. So therefore, the Edom saying katanim, you know, they're not going to be believed because we have an anan sahadi that katanim would never be involved in a star in the first place. But why aren't they believed to say anusim hayinu? Why would a mayor claim that they're not believed to say anusim hayinu? After all, hapesha asura hapesha. They're the ones that are saying Savya Deinuhuzeh, so they should be believed to say. But we were, we were anus. So answer the Gemara: Amr Chisak Savra Meir Edim Shamalam Chis Mushaker Ve'al Tahargu Yehargu Ve'al Yachtu Mushaker. An unbelievable Chiddush says Rav Chisak, because Rav Meir must hold that they're claiming that they are Rishaim. They're claiming that they signed falsely by threat of death. One is not allowed to sign falsely 
by threat of death, even by threat of death, that is Yehorig Val Yavor to sign a star falsely. So Amalei Rava, Rava says from Chisel, what? Hashi Luasul Kamel Amluche. Look, if they were to come and ask a Shaila, should we sign falsely or should we die? Amin Luhuzilu Chasum of Lotit Katlun, we would certainly tell them sign the star and do not get killed. Damamari in Chodavshem Bifnibiklach Nefesh Elavos Kam Gilirayz Shulchzdam Bilvad. There are only three things in the Torah that are Yehorig Val Yavor, and signing a star falsely is not one of those things. Things. So Hashem the Chasmu. Now that they signed it, Amrinu Luhu Amai Chasmisu. Now we're going to say, Oh, why did you do that for? Of course, we would tell them to sign the star falsely rather than to uh, to have themselves killed. So you see that uh, says Rav. It's clear that signing a star falsely is not Yaharik Val The question is, what's the Havamina? Lechoru the Rishonim point out the Havamina is meaning Rav Chista's statement assumes that according to Rabbi Meir, uh, the din of Yaharik Val is not only about the big three. The the Rishonim say and Torah, signing Shtar falsely is no different than any other Isra in the Torah. So probably the Havamina is that Yehark Val Yavar applies to every single listener in the Torah, and not only the Shalosh Chamuros, and uh, that's that's uh, so, so the Rishonim raised the question, but how could you say such a thing? It's a klal that you're not supposed to be most nefesh for anything other than the Gimel Chamuros. And if Rameir disagrees with Rabban about that, so what, what's the Gemara's kasha back? That oh, in the Chadovar Nefesh. No, Rameir disagrees. Rameir holds that uh, that everything is Omid Nefesh. So the Gemara, so so the Rishonim suggests that if we were talking about that the Edom said that they thought that there's no chiyuv to be Moser Nefesh on the Mitzvah Satora, but they assumed that it's a Midas Chasidus, and that uh, knowing Sheba Olam, that a person would rather be Moser Nefesh than to sign falsely. And still, they were not Moser Nefesh, even though it's a Midas Chasidus that people typically did, and they went and they signed falsely. So, according to the Edim, there's a Chazaka that they were not Anus, meaning they're claiming that they were Anusim. Not that they were Shaim for being Anusim, because everyone knows there's no chiyuv to give your life, but that they were going against conventional wisdom. Conventional wisdom was that uh, it's a midas chasidus that people do. It's one of those midas chasidus that's like a glot kosher. It's a midas chasidus that everybody does. So they're claiming that they weren't following the midas chasidus that everybody does, say, say the Rishonim. And therefore, it's against the Chazaka, because the Chazaka is that people follow that Midas Chasidus. So on that, the Gemara says, what are you talking about? It's not a Midas Chasidus, it's Osir. You're not allowed to give up your life for any of the other. There's a mitzvah in the Torah. They have to try to live. It's, a, it's not a Midas Chasidus at all. There's actually Machlokas Rishonim. If a person wants to give up his life uh, for any of the other Aver Shabbat Torah, whether he's permitted to do so or not. The Rabbim Perk of Yisodeh, Torah says that it's absolutely forbidden. He's not permitted to just choose to give up his life unless it's Gadol uh, Adar and it's Makom Kiddush Hashem or something like that or Shas Hashman, something like that the Gemara Sanajan talks about. Now why is it that it's Yavar Val Yaharig by all other Averis of the Torah aside from the big from the big three? So the Rishonim will point out based on the Gemara it says V'chai Behem, the Gemara in Yuma Darshans V'chai Behem, that a person is supposed to live with the Torah and the assumption is that that means that the longer a person lives the more mitzvahs he can do, and therefore I'd rather you not, uh, I'd rather you violate this one Avera, rather than miss out or, or, or pass up this one mitzvah, rather than miss out on how many mitzvahs a person could do over the course of a uh, normal lifetime, similar to Chalal of Shabbos Achas, 
in order that a person should uh, be able to observe many Shabbos. Tosos Masech Sanhedrin points out, though, that you don't even need V'chai Behem technically, meaning really it's a Svara, that you would not have to give up uh, your life in order to fulfill the mitzvahs of the Torah, um, because it's, uh, you're, you're, the, the, the Avera is being violated, Machmas Ones, and any Whenever a person does an Avera Ba'ones, it's not an Avera Avera Bechlal. So by definition, someone's holding a gun to your head, that's Ones, so you're not even doing a Maisa Avera. So I don't really need V'chai The only reason I need V'chai is because the Torah is Mechadish in three places, Yaharik Val Yavar. So once the Torah is Mechadish in three places, Yaharik Val Yavar, I would assume, Memetzinu Binyanav, that just like the Torah says over there, Yaharik Val Yavar, maybe everywhere is Yaharik Val Yavar. So that's why I need V'chai to balance out that Yaharik Val Yavar. So the Gemara does seem to assume the Maskana, at least Rava seems to assume, that absolutely one is not supposed to give up their life, rather than uh, than violate uh, signing a star falsely or, uh, or, or or stealing money. However, this is a major discussion in the Rishonim and Achronim. The Binyan writes within Shitas Rav Chista that since by signing they're being Gonev Mamon, it's also to be Gonev Mamon in order to save one's life. That this is this Shitas Rav Chista is Chayvikayim. It's not that Rav Chista is rejected and then we ignore him. No, Rav Chista really holds this way. That it's Yaharik Val Yavor to steal money. Where would we get the idea that it's Yaharik Val Yavor to steal money? So there is a sugya in Mesachas Babakama and Daf Samach, where the, the, the Gemara over there says that David HaMelech had a suffix about this very shayla. He wanted to uh, to burn down a field that belonged to another Jew where the plishtim were hiding, and uh, and, and and he asked the shayla of the uh, of the Sanhedrin at the time, is he allowed to do this? And they said, Melech Atah, you're allowed to do whatever you want because you're a Melech. But the implication is that if he weren't a melech, it would be aser. So, uh, but but it's a life-threatening situation. What do you mean it's going to be aser? So it's machlokas. Rashi and Tosos over there. What exactly was Davra Melech Shaila? Was it Shaila? Am I allowed to save my life at the expense of somebody else by burning down somebody else's field? Or was it Shaila? Not am I allowed? Of course, I'm allowed to save my life. The Shaila is: Am I going to have to pay the person back afterwards? So that might, may have been a Shaila, and maybe the answer was that Melech so you won't have to pay him back because a Melech could knock out people's fields and make a derech, you know, whatever he wants. But other people would have to pay back. But of course, you're allowed to save your life. Whereas other Rishonim say, no, he, he was actually asking, is he allowed to save his life? And they said, only because you're a melech. Otherwise, you would not be allowed to save your life at the cost of uh, other people. So the Binyan Sion takes this seriously, la'alacha. The Binyan Sion thinks that la'alacha, it's a serious problem to steal even in a life-saving situation. It's like one of those classic uh, ethical dilemmas that your child is sick and there's only one medication that could save them, but the person who produces the medication is charging $10 million for it, so you're allowed to break into the, uh, to the lab in order to steal the medicine to save your child's life. Parenthetically, I heard Rabbi Breitowitz said recently that they, they, uh, they, they noticed the difference between, if, they, if it wasn't just a yes or no, a check-off answer, uh, where they left lines for people to answer the question, they noticed the difference between the way men and women typically answer the question. That men will always answer, yes, of course, right? Of course you're allowed to steal. And women would say, yes, but make sure to leave a note uh, that, uh, that, that explains your, uh, meaning women tend to think uh, bigger picture more broadly and not just about how to solve this problem, that this acute problem that uh, that you're faced with at that uh, that moment that's 
not the only thing that the Binyan Tzion says is Yarg Val Yavar that does not appear in the Gemara earlier in Ksuba said in the Sech Sanhedrin Ayin Dalit. Binyan Tzion says that uh, he takes the Gemara in Mesech Sota on Daf Yud, very literally, the Gemara in Sota says, Noach Laladim Shapel Sasmul Tokiv Shana Eish Val Yavim Pnei Chavero Berabim, that a person should rather die than embarrass somebody publicly. So Tulsa says, uh, Tulsa over there in Sota says, I, why, is it not, why is it not on the list that we have throughout Shas of Yaharik Val Yavar? It should be so it says, yeah, because Mam Bnei Chaver Barabim is not mefurish in the Pasuk. We only derive the Yisr of Mam Bnei Chaver Barabim from Drashos. But the implication of Tosos is that it is on the list. It just doesn't, when we're making the list, we're making the list of things that are mefurish in Pesukim. But really, in Halacha, it would be true that you'd have to die rather than be Mal Bnei Chaver Barabim. And it doesn't seem that uh, Tosos is the only one that holds that way, because the Rabbeinu Yonah in Shari Tshuva says that why is Halbanas Panim considered Yaharik Val Yavar? Because it's in Abizrayu of Shvichus Damim. It's considered to be an offshoot of Shvichus Damim. So this always begs the question when you have two, two Rishonim that comment on something and the other Rishonim are silent about it. They just don't say anything about it. So what does that mean for us? Do we say, well, the two Rishonim that spoke about it, they're the ones whose opinion we follow because they spoke about it. Or do we say, no, it was such a crazy Chiddush that only two Rishonim said it, all the other Rishonim, Shtikasam, you know, is, is a reflection of the fact that they take the normal Gemaras, uh, literally, that there are only three, that uh, that you can't add Habanas Panim to the list. The truth is, the Mi'iri it disagrees explicitly. The Mi'iri says that when the Gemara says that Yapalatzmul Kivshan Eish, it's a derech tzachus, it's a, it's a way of expression. Sometimes Dibru Chachamim Belashem Guzma, sometimes the Chachamim speak in exaggerated terms, and this might be one such example of speaking in exaggerated terms. In the, the, the Rambam, it sounds like the Mi'iri as well, because the Rambam doesn't mention Halbanas Panam among the Averos that are Yeharig Val Yavar. So Pashto says he holds that it is not Yeharig Val Yavar. Okay, let's see uh, further now. So says El So what is the basis for a mayor that Edom are not believed to say Anusamayinu? Kidrafuna Marav, Tamrafuna Marav, Modabishtarshiksava. Once you're Moda. Once a lova is moda, that he wrote a star and Adam signed it, uh, but the lova is claiming, yeah, I wrote that star and Adam signed it, but I already paid it back. The malva no longer requires a kiyum star. The lova was moda that he already uh, that he wrote the star. So uh, so over here also, when uh, when 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 Rameir says that the Adam are not believed to say anusma yinu machmas nefashos, it's because the lova was moda that he wrote the star. So Rameir holds that Adam are not never to say anusma yinu because the star is already mukuyim without the Adam. You don't need the Adam to be Mekayim the Shtar. The whole reason to believe the Adam is because of Peshas or Peshahitya. The only reason we know that it's a good Shtar is because they say, Ksav Yadenu Huzeh. So once they, they're the, the basis of the Nehmanos of the Shtar, we can believe them to say Anusamayinu. But they're not the basis for the Nehmanos of the Shtar. The love admits that he wrote the Shtar. And therefore, the Adam are not Nehman to say Anusamayinu. However, uh, the Chachamim disagree. Um, and they hold, even if your motive, uh, if the love is that he wrote it, the Malva would have to be Mekayim, and if he's not Mekayim, the Lov is never to say that it's Parua, because he could have just said it's Mezuyaf. So uh, therefore, you need uh, you need you need the Kiyum Edim, and if you need the Kiyum Edim, they're believed to say Anusamayinu. Gufa, going back to this very din that Rufun Amrav taught us, that if the Lov admits that he wrote the Shtar, the Malva no longer needs a Kiyum Shtaros. We know the Shtar is already Mekayim, because the Lov admits 
permitted. Why would you claim that you're the one being mechadish this halacha? Ki'ilu, no one disagrees with it, and it's just a halacha that you have in Mesorah. You're stealing it. If you hold like Rameir, you say the halacha is like Rameir, meaning the way the Rishonim explained, I suspect that the reason you're not quoting it from Rameir is because if you quote it from Rameir, everyone would realize the Chum disagree. So, uh, so, and you want everyone to follow this halacha. So you're just saying, yeah, there's a halacha, the Moda Bishark Shuksavo, ain't Sarach Lakaimo. The Chum hold that it's Sarach Lakaimo. Samle Rafunis is back to Nachman, Umar Hechi Svirule. Do you really disagree? Do you pass like the Chum that Moda Bishark Shuksavo, Sarach Lakaimo? Amrle, so Nachman said to Rafuna, yeah, I hold that Takat Sarach Lakaimo. He also the Kamal Ladina when, uh, when, when, when uh, they come to, uh, to the Beisdin and the Lova is Moda that he wrote the Shtar, but the Lova is claiming Parati. Amrinu Lahu, I tell the Malva, Zilu Kaimu. I'll tell him, go be Mekayim Nishtar and then come back. Meaning, uh, yes, Enochinami. I hold that even if the Lovah's Moda that he wrote the Shtar, the Malva still has the responsibility of being Mekayim Nishtar. New topic now. What if uh, the the uh, the 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 the, uh, the in says uh, uh, so, someone says in Beisdin that this star is a star almana, which means that there was never an actual loan that that took place. It's just uh, the lo, the lova gave the malva the star so that when they need it uh, and he wants to borrow money from him, he'll be able to uh, do so immediately because there's already a star drawn up. So in an I believe to say that it's a star and that there was no actual loan. Uh, so it says, what are we talking about over here? Who's claiming it's a shtar amana? The kamerman, ilim the kamerlova. It's the lo- if it's the lova saying it's a shtar amana, and he's saying, look, I'm not going to pay this. It's a shtar amana. I never borrowed money. Well, pshita, kol Of course, I'm not going to believe him. Anytime someone has a shtar against me that says I owe them a million dollars, I could say, ah, oh, it's a shtar amana. Of course, I'm not believed to say such a thing. That's ridiculous. Vela the kamerlova. So what? We want to say that the malva is claiming it's a shtar amana? Tavel of bracha. He wants to give me a matan of a million dollars. Let him say it's a star aman and they don't, I don't owe him the money. So it wouldn't, wouldn't make any sense to say Ainun Aman. El Dakamri Aidib. No, it must be that the Aidim are the ones who signed on the star that are claiming that it's a star amana. Well, if we can ver- independently verify the signatures of these Aidim, then of course they're not believed to say that it's a star amana. Because uh, the Aidus is in the star and therefore they're not allowed to come and uh, change the Aidus. And if we cannot independently verify their signatures, why wouldn't they be believed? They're the ones that told us that it's their signatures. So they're believed to say that the whole thing was a shtar amana. So we're stuck. It doesn't make sense that it's the lova claiming it's a shtar amana because obviously he's not believed. It doesn't make sense that it's the malva claiming it's a shtar amana because obviously he is believed. He can, he can do whatever he wants if he's the one that's on the money. And it doesn't make sense that it's the Aiden that are claiming that it's a shtar amana because mimanav shuk. If we already verified their signatures, they're not believed. And if we haven't verified their signatures, then of course they're believed. So says Gemara simin baish that there's a, the simin is that there are three answers and the, uh, uh, the 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 letters that signify the authors of the three answers are bays ayin shin rava 
the base is in Rav's name. Abaye is uh, starts with an aleph, and Rav Ashi, uh, the shin in Rav Ashi's name. So that's uh, that's the simon. So I'm a Rav. Rav says Liola, and and by the way, the three options the Gemara presented is it the Lova claiming Shtaramana, the Malva claiming Shtaramana, the Adim claiming Shtaramana. Each answer goes with another one of those possibilities. So I'm a Rav. Liola, the Kamar Lova. The case is the Lova saying that it's a Shtaramana. I obviously he should not be believed. Why do you? It's not a chiddush. Tell me he's not believed. That we're assuming that if you're moda that you wrote a star, you don't have to be mekayim. If the love is moda, you don't have to be mekayim the star because by the love of being moda, the star is already mekuyam, and the love is not neman to say that that he already paid it back, even with amigo de mezuyaf, because the star is in the malva's hand, and that's a raya that it hasn't been that it hasn't been paid. So through the same logic, uh, if someone says a shtar, that if the love says it's a star amana, he's not believed. That's talking about where the star is not mukuyam imakamacher. It's only the through the lova that the star is mukuyam, and still he's not neman bimigo demuzuyev because it's not the derech of a lova to be moser a star to the malva before he ever gives him the money. So that's the chiddush of Rav. The chiddush is that it's the lova, but we only know about the veracity of the star through the lova himself. And still, he's not believed to say that it's a shtar amana, even though the the whole uh, the the whole mile of the shtar, the whole uh, validity of the shtar is totally on 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 the lova. Tosus points out that why does Rav have to say the same thing twice? Then, meaning he already told us about the modem shtar shakasvo ain't sarach lekaimo. So this is just a repeat of that of modem shtar shakasvo ain't sarach lekaimo. So Tosus says Rav didn't actually say both statements. He said one of them, and the other one was obvious from from the one. The Gemara just uh, expresses it in two different ways. Second answer, that really the case is that it's the Malva who says Shtaramana, and he's not interested in collecting. So what's the problem? Let him give away all of his money if he wants to. No, but he owes money to other people. How do I know that if Ruvain owes money to Shimon and Shimon owes money to Levi, that Levi can go straight to Ruvain and collect from Ruvain? So, because that, that's what's called Shibudra We have a passage that tells us uh, that uh, that if someone steals from somebody else and he swears falsely, it says that he has to give to the one that he's chayiv to. So it doesn't say that he goes to the he gives to the one that lent him the money. No, which implies that even if he had no direct relationship with that person, because he's the Balchov of the person who he's a Balchov to, that that's who you give it to. So therefore, uh, I understand Rav very well, that the case is that Shimon is moda to Levi, that it's a Shtar Amana, and he's not Neman to be Mafsid, uh, based on his Hoda'ah, because he's being Mafsid Ruvain. Shimon is being Mafsid Ruvain, he's not being Mafsid, uh, he's not being Mafsid himself. In a Chinami, if it was just about He's the lender, and he says, Staramana, the whole star is a joke. You don't owe me any money. So Gesundheit, he's allowed to do that. But if he has if if he has debts that he owes other people, so to, to turn down that money means he's turning down the opportunity to pay back other people. That he's not allowed to do. So he's Ainonaman. A third answer. Ravashi Really, the case is that the Adam claimed that it was a Staramana. The Lovitz said at the time that they wrote the star that he still didn't lend the uh, the money, and uh, and and uh, he wrote the star only as a 
shtar money, that if he needs to uh, borrow money, the shtar should be, uh, the malva should have the shtar ready to, to collect with. And the case is that, that we cannot independently verify the signatures of these edim. So you asked, well, if the only way we know that these edim signatures are valid is through their own testimony, why wouldn't they be believed to say that it's a shtar amana? keep an avla in your house, and a shtaramana is an example of an avla. So the edim are claiming that it was a shtaramana, but it's against the chazaka. We have a chazaka that a person would never keep an avla in his house, and a shtaramana is certainly an avla. It's a terrible thing for one to keep in his house because you could do terrible isurim uh, with him, stealing money. We see from Rav Kana saying that you're not allowed to keep a star of money in your house. That Edim Shamru Amano Hayid Varenu That if Edim come and they say yes, that's our signature on the star, but the whole star is only star Amana, they're not believed to, to say such a thing, and uh, and and the Bala star could still collect with that star because we cannot believe that someone would keep around the star Amana. My time, why aren't they believed that it's a star amana? Even the avla who avla lo chasmi that it's an avla, and people don't sign on an on an avil. They don't sign on an avla, so they're making them say no. The mason asma rasha. They're claiming that they are rishayim by saying that they signed on an avla and that they allowed such an avla to to happen. Amr b'shub and Levi also lo ladam shisha star perua b'toch beso. Along similar lines, a person is not allowed to keep a star perua in his in his house. That if you uh, lent money with a star and the guy ready paid you back and he never asked for the star back you're not allowed to just hang on to the star because it says avla. Ah, you're not going to use it you just want you know the person you lent money to is a chashva person it has a signature on it you want you think it's going to be worth money one day whatever it's a collector's item it doesn't matter you're not allowed to keep a star perua uh, so you can't uh, can't keep a star that's already that's already been paid so uh, the Gemara the, uh, says amri in Eretz Yisrael, they said in the name of Rav, Im oven If you have a dvaravera, you need to distance yourself from that. What's that referring to? Zesh That's a reference to Ushtaramana. That you're not allowed to have Ushtaramana because there was no actual transaction. And what else does it refer to? Ushtarpasim. So this is a different kind of star. This is a star that's written about something that's not true. That a person is mafayes his friend, uh, meaning you, you, you have a friend who's hit hard times, and he needs to show that he's uh, that he's a player in business, that he's someone who's doing, he's getting things done, he's doing things, so he has you write a star that, uh, that you owe him $10 million or something, and he trusts you, that you're not going to uh, you're not, not going to uh, use it against him, but he's just trying to, to, to make it, that he that it looks like he's busy, it looks like he's an usher. so you're not allowed to keep such a star, because it, it can be used to be gova shalokadin, a person can collect with it shalokadin, a lot of times it's just like a posing, that, that, that people are posing to be something that they're not, I brought my I told him uh, last week to Rav David Cohn and uh, in Camp Monk, and one of them asked if you're allowed to wear like fa- a fake Rolex or uh, fake brand uh, names. He said, "Why would you do such a thing? Why, why would you? Uh, why would you want to show off that you're something that you're not? That you're somebody that you're not? That you have money that that's not uh, that's not a Jewish midah that a person should show off that they have things that they're not." He said, "It's a terrible chisar to midos." 
to, uh, to have such things. So uh, there was a person there who was uh, who, not part of our group who was very, very close to Rav Dov Kohn said, Oy vey, my wife has all fake stuff. <laughs> He's a shalom bias, okay, whatever. But, uh, but generally generally speaking, uh, you, are, you are what you are, you have what you have, and a person shouldn't be. So to, to write a shtar pasim, so that's how the Gemara's focus, it's not on Midos over here, it's on the on Lamaisa, that the person could actually use it to steal money. So Al Tishkan Balachabla is a shtar peru. Al Tishkan is a reference to a shtar parua that you can't have. So what do we have? You can't have a shtar amana, which is a, a, a loan that never happened, but you're hopeful will happen. A shtar pasim, which is a loan that never happened, but you want to pose that uh, that you're such a rich person. And uh, and a shtar parua, a loan that happened, but it's already been paid back. So all of these things are an avla. So the Gemara assumes that the Bnei Bavel don't learn these two types of shtar, shtar amana and shtar parua from that pasuk, because they disagree with the Bnei Marava. They disagree with the Bnei Eretz Yisrael who asked those two types of shtaros. So there's a, the Bnei Bavel um, have a machlokas which star the pasuk is referring to when it says Val Tishkon Avla that that it's a star that Rav Kahana said it's a star of Mada and Rav Levi learned that it's a star Perua. So we're assuming that it's one or the other that we learn from the pasuk. So Mandi Amr Star Perua Rav Shuban Levi who thought that we learned from the pasuk of Val Tishkon so all the more so you're not allowed to have a star amana why is that a kol shikane? That it's not. So the Gemara is going to explain in a second that shtar uh, perua. There are some times that you are allowed to have. Like for example, if the guy still owes money to pay for the sofa who wrote the shtar and he hasn't paid up yet, so you're allowed to hang on to it until he pays up. So sometimes, at least, you're allowed to keep a shtar perua. So I would think that if yaaser uh, even a shtar perua, which sometimes is okay, so kol shikane is shtar amana. You're going to aser, but aman the amr shtar amana. If you learn from the pasuk that you're not you're not allowed to keep a shtar amana, it could be. It could be that there's no issue of keeping a shtar perua because sometimes the malva is going to uh, is, is is entitled to hang on to the shtar perua because he's uh, he's waiting for the lova to pay for his share of the writing of the shtar. Sometimes at the time of the ksivus shtar, the lova is the one that's responsible to pay the sofer who wrote the shtar, and maybe the lova didn't have money at the time of the halva, so the malva laid out the money for that, so he has the right to hang on to the shtar until. The love that pays him back. Apshiti de Safra, so itmar. Once we're on the topic of Altishkan Balacha Avla, Sefer Sheinamuga. If a person has a Sefer that is not uh, uh, that, that, that is not carefully written, and there may be typos in the Sefer, there may be extra or missing words. Some Rabbi Ami Adshlo Shemiyom Mutulashoso. You can hang on to it for 30 days while you're getting it fixed. But Mikan Ve'elachasulashoso. Beyond that, you're not allowed to keep a Sefer Sheinamuga. Mishum Shneimar Altishkan Balacha Avla, because of the pasuk of Altishkan Balacha. Avla. Rashi writes over here, what's the Sefer Sheinamuga? Tanakh, he says. That's Tornavim Ksuvim. So the Rashi explains that he doesn't mean as opposed to other Svarim, because uh, someone who has uh, Gemara and Sifre Poskim that are not Muga, uh, meaning if you have a Shulchan Aruch, that's not Muga. So that would be really bad, meaning you'll come out with all the wrong halachos. So that's also novel. It's just that in the times of the Chazal, they didn't have uh, other Svarim. The Svarim that they had was a Tanakh. So that's what it's a reference to. 
There's a fascinating tshuva in Shevet Alevi. Rav Hosner was asked by Rav Shaptai Frankel, about uh, fixing up shas. He said that uh, the Vilna shas has kama v'kama to'uyos. There are many mistakes throughout the Vilna shas. Maybe it's a violation of Altishkan Ba'alecha Avla. He said it would be a very, very expensive project to, to really fix it properly. Um, but uh, maybe we were uh, is obligated to do so because of this history of Altishkan Ba'alecha Avla. So uh, Rav Hosner tries to piece together Heterim. He said, yeah, everyone's had this shas for so long and we see that it hasn't led to such an Avla. And uh, it's not that it's a Muga, it's just that it's such a big book that of course there are going to be more mistakes no matter how many times you're magia there are always going to be uh, more mistakes there are always going to be things that you don't notice it's like if uh, you if you write a sefer torah and then you bring it to an expert magia to a person who's really really good at checking it and and then and, and then you put it through a computer check they'll find dozens of more mistakes not hundreds if it's a bad magia they'll find hundreds but otherwise they'll find dozens of more mistakes no matter how good the magia is they're going to find that's why we do the computer checking it's a big shayla before the computer check so obviously you have to assume that you do your best. It's not a safer shade of muga. It's muga. It's just uh, still has mistakes in it. But uh, but uh, so uh, so that in the end he said it's a really good idea. But uh, but he doesn't think that you could say that it's a chiyuv to uh, to redo shasa. It's been redone already now with the ozvahader uh, and everything else. They uh, they fixed up almost everything I think. So uh, okay so 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 that's al tishkabal So now says the gemara. If Adam say we signed the shtar that we wrote the shtar knowing that there was no transaction. yet yet but there was a you know there was a hope for a future transaction they're not believed to say that to call the whole star into question and they say that the guy who sold the field actually didn't get paid for it and uh, and and someone was holding a gun to his head and he told us to write this star but he said you should know before you write this star I'm not really selling this field it's just that uh, that I don't know what else to do he's holding a gun to my head they're not believed to say that either and the star is going to be kosher because the Adam cannot be mevatel the star that's Piksav. They're not believed to say but if they say they are believed and the Mechira is therefore null and void because the star Mechira is puzzled. My time because uh, what's the basis to say that they're believed? Because a star modaa, Adam are allowed to write a star modaa because by, uh, through writing the star, they're matzah the balasada. So they didn't do an avera by signing the star. The guy had a gun to his head. He had to, he had to sell the field. So even though these Adam knew that the transaction wasn't happening, they were signing in order to save this fellow's life. So they did okay. But to write a star amana, that's a terrible avera for them to sign on a star amana. We don't trust them to say that they are Rishayim and that they signed on the Shtar Amana. So, what if they say that the sale happened but it was all Tanai and the Tanai may not have been fulfilled and the Tanai wasn't written in the Shtar? So, they believe in such a case. So, maybe the reason they're not believed to say is because they're being okay the entire Shtar. They're saying that the whole Shtar is an invalid star. And over here also, when they're saying tonight, they're uprooting the whole effect of the star because they're saying that there was a tonight, the tonight wasn't fulfilled, 
and therefore the star is a piece of garbage. Or maybe no, they're saying the star is perfectly good. It's just that there's a separate thing called the tonight that's a, that's a rider on the star. There's something that, uh, that that's added on to this uh, to this star, and they're believed to say such a thing. But when they're saying amana or modaa, they're being made against what it says in the star. When they say tonight, they say what it says in the star is true and it's right and it's correct. It's just that there's also a tonight involved. So Amrleisav Nachman said to Rav, Ladina." When uh, you cut, when the Lukuchos come to Bezin and they uh, the Edom is signed on their star and they say tonight we tell them go uh, go go fulfill your tonight and then you can come back to the Din Torah. Apparently they're believed to say that tonight we don't assume that's being offered the star. If one aid says that and the other aid says no, there wasn't. It's just a regular star. There's no So they're both being made that that it's a valid star, and therefore the one that's that's, that's trying to to, to uh, ruin the validity of the star by saying it's a tonight is only one of the edim, but both of the edim said that it was a valid star. He's not believed to ruin the validity of the star. If that's the case, I'll feel Travayunami. Even when both Adam say Tanaihoidvarenu, they shouldn't be believed. Because Adam Aksumar al Star is Kamishnach Redusam Bebezdin. So it's already, the star is already Makuyam. The star is already there. And Kimin Shigu Chuvenu Khazaramagid, you already have the Edus Bishtar. So even two Adam shouldn't be able to come back and say, oh, but there's a Tanai. El Amin and Hani Lemekra said, so the Sayu Ka'asu, we have to say that the reason that when two Adam say it, they're believed is because they're coming to be Oker, but Toch Kadei Dibor, the Kiyum of, of the Kiyum of the Star. So when it comes to one aid also, shouldn't he, Betoch Kadei Dibor, be able to say, I know I just said this was my signature, but Betoch Kadei Dibor is saying, but it's not, it's not my signature, I mean, it, but it is, but there was a Tanai involved. So Betoch Kadei Dibor is being Oker, that Eidos, that an aid Echad is believed to say, and the Star is not Mukuyam until the, the Mocher is Mekayim, the Tanai that he uh, that he made with the Lokech Balpeh at the time of the Mechira. So Elisha Bezashem will pick up from there tomorrow from Tanar Rabbanan. I'll be back in two weeks. Okay, everyone have a wonderful day.